podcast me adam hunter we got one of the funniest people i know the greatest comics ween dog <laughs> thank uh, you we got fucking, no, no, yeah. that's ween dog I was <laughs> we, got, we got shang the hilarious little, little dark he's a little dark but he's i mean shang is a hilarious comedian and a very positive human being man always a po- oh very positive man very very positive which i fucking love well you know what changed us i think changed you and changed me um not positivity wise but when you realize you got a, a, a tiny person that literally depends on their life for you, 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 your whole grind changes. Dude, even and, like literally I'll, I'll be working out and I do this like fight camp thing. It's like 10 rounds of boxing and it's boxing with cardio and this, and like by round seven, I'm like, I want to go and fucking so what am I doing? And then I'm like, uh, but I'm like, man, I got a little kid to look that like looks up to me. I can't show my kid. It's okay to quit. You right. know, I, I like, like there's that extra drive. Not that I quit was quitting before, but now it's like staying up late and working on things. It's just, uh, it, there's no, yeah, you have to do it. You have to do it. There's no gray area. Right. There's no right. gray area. And, and, and it's like, so like my kid every morning she wakes up, daddy, four o'clock in the morning, daddy, 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 screaming. And I go and I get her out of the, out of the crib she goes, daddy. And then I blow on her stomach and I make her laugh. And she goes, pee, pee. I, go, I know, new diaper. And then she goes, get me a bottle. I get her a bottle. I go, thank you. And then, and then she's like, put me under your arm. And I sit there and I was like, let's put on, put on Coca Melon. And I fall back asleep. It's like, no, like, but it's the best. Like, the- uh, right. It's, 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 it's tiring, but it's the best. I think with Cameron, my, my first, I, it, was, it was harder. The second, I have two, I have two boys. So yeah. my second one, it was like, I get it. But the first one, I was like, man, I'm tired. I'm tired as fuck. Can't you just go change yourself? This is bullshit. Yeah. But now my, my, my kid's learning different phrases to get me to do things. Like, she, so I was in my, my, the room with my wife and, and her, and I left. And my wife goes, wait, come back. And I came back. And now my kid always says, wait, come back. Wait, come back. <laughs> she just knows that wait, come back will bring me back into the room. And then the other day, I'm like, I got to go shower. She goes, no, tomorrow. Like, like, she doesn't even know what tomorrow is, but she knows that it means that I'm not going to do whatever it means, I need to do. It means come here and, yeah. and, and, and please me, because that's little oh. kids. But I think that, and it's funny, um, when I had my son, I had my older son until he started kicking people in the head. I had him going to class. No, and his reasoning was, well, wanted to see if it would work. Like, yeah, like, what it was like, and, and in class, totally controlled. Never, Master Go would be like, yo, don't do no crazy, no, don't do anything wrong. But then outside of that, he couldn't, you know. Oh, well, that's, that's anybody. I mean, I've been working on these combinations for like six months, fight camp, but I'm not going to go hit anybody or kick anybody because it's kickboxing too. But a couple times, like, a guy, like, threatened me. And I'm like, man, I wonder if – like, like oh, we were at the park, and there was a guy smoking crack. 
And the teacher was like, hey, get out of here. There are children there. And I'm like, fuck, do I have to go kick this motherfucker in the face? Like, I, I was going to see if that kick was going to So you think it too. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Of course, of course. But yesterday, so during this COVID now, it's just like the whole thing is let's find a park to go to because everything's closed. So I'm looking like, what could I do with a toddler in LA? There was this pedo, petting zoo. This was like the most ratchet petting zoo. I went with <laughs> up. Dude, we, we went there. It was like in the back of a baseball field and like a batting range. There was nobody working. There was one person working there, one Mexican dude working there. Like he worked everything. There was a carousel. I'm like, how come the, the, the I put my kid in the carousel. I'm like, how come the, the horse isn't going up and down? He stopped it and put her on a horse and went up and down. Right? That's, then they were like, that's just, awesome. There were goats everywhere, baby goats, llamas, but they weren't in the cages. They were just walking around free. I'm like, that, yeah, that, smoking that, cigarettes. They were out <laughs> walking around smoking cigarettes. Dude, I'm not kidding. There was a sign saying, enter at your own risk. Uh, animals are unpredictable. I'm like, that was an actual sign. Like, first of all, life is unpredictable. Like, but then, then there was a duck there. The duck had an afro. I'm not kidding. And, <laughs> And Glozell was like, that's Tyrone the duck. And I had another duck, and he's like, and she goes, that's her side chick. Literally her side chick. Like, I was, <laughs> these animals look so depressed. It was basically like Joe Exotic, but it was oh like that gosh. kind of a thing. But they, I never saw a petting zoo where people, the animals want to be pet. We were the only ones there. Like, the donkey came up to me and started, like, sitting on my lap. Uh, the, the horse was there. Like, like. I put my two-year-old on a horse. I'm like, is this even safe? Uh, the, the Juan was the Mexican guy. I was like, oh, okay, okay. I'm like, it was insane, but it was so much fun. I, I laughed so hard. <laughs> it sounds like, like a blast. Was, and then, like, Gozel called. The duck had, a, had another duck, and he goes, that's, that's her literal side chick. Which I, thought was <laughs> um, I think that's so excellent, though. But, I mean, you got to do I mean, right now, COVID, you got to do it. And I think that's one of the reasons. I caught up on all the fights. Like, you ever go back? I went back and watched great fights that I probably wouldn't have if I was gigging as much as I used to be. Oh, yeah. I was so lucky to get as much work as I was getting. So I, I was like, now I can actually sit and watch a fight without thinking, oh, I got to go do a set. Because I was lucky. The Laugh Factory would give me some, you know, the Long Beach and, you know, so I, I know what you mean. But, like, with my son, the best place to go uh, park-wise um, is uh, it's, a, it's not as ratchet is one on Fairfax and a third. Yeah, yeah, we go to that one. But uh, we go to that. But, but that's where the freaking crackheads were. No, <laughs> I was there three times, last really? Friday. three times last Friday. I was there for my kids' ballet class. I was there again to the park. And then they have comedy shows there now. But now it's every they have a comedy show. But it's not. I'm like, I asked the promoter. I'm like, hey, whose show is this? They're like, oh, they don't know it's open. So the people, people are just having shows there. They're not even legal. And then the, it was all, it was like, it was very, very black crowd last week, last Friday. And, uh, and I noticed that with black audiences, like, and this is, this, is, this is a very general statement, but like when white audiences, like if you offend them, you can lose them the rest of the show. <laughs> but I feel like black audiences, they'll be with you on the next joke if it's funny. Like, like you, you can piss them off and they'll go, ooh, next joke. They're like, ah, you'll get an applause break. You'll get a blue, a boo to an applause break. They're more forgiving or they don't give right. a fuck. Oh, no. I've, I've seen you in front of those kind of crowd, you know, a black crowd, mixed crowds. Yeah. And they, because, but you're, you're kind of edgy though. So yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Your, 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 your set is definitely, I, I remember watching you once and thinking, uh, I think we were in, was it Seattle or was it, it was Seattle. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, 
I just thought Adam gives zero fucks. Dude, I, it was a very, very black crowd, and uh, and and I couldn't see them. Not that he racist, but it was it was that dark. The, the, the lights, oh, well, that's, the, the light burned on, right? And then and then I'm on stage. Why would that be racist? That's just it was dark. I couldn't see darker people. And I even said that. I go not only uh, and then I go. I did a joke about black lives. I was watching basketball the game, and they had Black Lives Matter all over the court. And I'm like, yes, obviously Black Lives Matter, especially in this game. Because uh, without black people, this game's gonna be three to two in double overtime. And, and like black people, they were laughing, but they were like, "Are we allowed to laugh?" Like they were laughing, uh, but it was uh, it was like they were like, "Should we be laughing?" And then the next joke, I got him back. Um, by the way, so big news: Wean Dog has COVID, uh, right? Yeah. I mean, it's a ninety nine percent chance that I have COVID nineteen. I'm getting tested tomorrow, but the reason I say this is because my girlfriend got results back today saying that she is positive for COVID nineteen, and I've been you know with her like every single day for the past week. So, but we've heard stories like even on this podcast of uh, you know people with COVID nineteen is like spending time with people who don't have it and not spreading it. You know, I think this happened with Gilbert Burns. He was like yeah. training with somebody. He didn't spread it. So who knows? I could, I mean, everybody feels fine. My girlfriend feels fine. I feel fine. I just have like a, you know, sore throat, runny nose. That could be COVID. Who knows? But now have you been around people though? Uh, no, not really. Not at all. I haven't been grocery shopping in a month. Uh, no, she hasn't either really. So how did she get it? I don't know. Who knows, dude? How does anybody get it? Does it come through the freaking window at night? You know, who knows? I mean, normally you're around somebody who has it. That's how you get it. You don't just like, if you haven't been around anybody, you can't just like get it. Uh, I don't I think. don't know. Um, but it's so, okay. So now have you guys been wearing masks when you go out? Uh, yeah. If we're required to, you know, we've been to, we went to a restaurant uh, on Saturday up in Oxnard or, you know, you wear a mask walking through the restaurant, but then you take it off when you sit down. So I don't really understand the logic behind that. So that could have been distance, one of the places, you know, but distance, distance apart. Now your girlfriend has, has been sick before though. She has underlying health problems. Uh, she has epilepsy. Um, I don't know if that, you know, weakens her immune system. I don't think it does, but are you, you know, worried I, though? Are you worried about her? No, not at all. She'll be fine. You know, I'm worried about, you know, the, her parents, you know, they're older. My parents are older. Uh, so that's really who you got to really worry about when you get this. You got to take extra precautions, you know. Now, there's a test you can go to uh, at urgent care. They give you the results in 10 minutes. I've, I've been there three or four times. It's about $100, but it's worth it. You don't have to wait because I think the stress of waiting makes it worse. Uh, given that, why don't you go to that after, after the podcast? Well, I'm, I scheduled an appointment for CVS testing. You know, I have insurance that covers everything. That's so, you know, I'm just going to stay here. You know, I might go out to Taco Bell later, you know. <laughs> no, no, don't go anywhere. <laughs> Do not go anywhere, okay? No, yeah, I mean, but I, we, me, and, me and my son did the drive through one where you literally, we drove up. It was a pretty decent line, drove right through, got it. And then, uh, like, uh, eight days later, we got the email. Yeah, that's the that's the worst. See that you got you got to spend the hundred dollars and just get the right away test, which should even be a hundred dollars. They should cover that bullshit. It should yeah. be, well, that's what they're working on. They're working on that right now, but I mean, well, some people are working on it right now. Some dude, people. dude, when I got the swerve in my I'm, nose, I'm, I'm, I think when I got the swerve in my nose, I coughed. I, I I sneezed like nine times in a row because of like the thing. Yeah. I felt so bad for that testing guy because I'm like I know everybody every other person is sneezing like crazy like oh my god that person should these people should get like what basketball players get if you're a covid tester you should get millions of dollars a year well, yeah, because, yeah, holy but shit now I think that it definitely should be money set aside for them but it's not but again 
uh, we'll hear it in, we'll hear it tonight. Well, speaking of which, uh, you have a MAGA shirt on with a wall. It says border wall building company. <laughs> My favorite shirts right here, dude. Well, no, that would, that would make sense, Wayne, with you. Uh, that would make complete sense. Build a yep. wall. It may, I'm it Mexican. Let's build that fucking wall, dude. Yeah, you are Mexican. And, and your Mexican parents are for pro, are they pro-Trump also? Yeah. Yeah. That, okay. This. That's totally- My parents had no political influence on me whatsoever. You know, they didn't tell any. They didn't talk to me about politics my entire life. I just researched all this shit myself and decided I like you know most Republican policies as opposed to Democratic policies. That's why I consider myself a Republican. You know, so I just want. I think it's. It just makes sense to have stronger you know borders for your country if there's a big influx of drugs coming yeah. over and well, hey, people you know coming in illegally you know and taking advantage of the system. Aside from aside from that. Great fights this weekend. Yeah, great fights. I if if, if Republicans would just like there's this things like the, the pro-choice thing. I'm obviously pro-choice. Like, how do you how do you tell a woman whether or not she? I mean, all right. Anyway, uh, the fight. Okay, so <laughs> That's what I said. okay, I wanted to say one thing. I am stunned that Zombie on. I mean, he basically played Zombie's game and and beat him at his own game. I couldn't believe how much better Ortega looked on the feet. Oh my I, goodness. I mean, he oh looked goodness. amazing, which I think that he shaved off his hair, by the way, and put it into his cup. Cause his fucking cu- cup was bulging. I mean, let's, yeah. I mean, that, that cup was on like ESPN, ESPN2. <laughs> it was just the fucking, it was on the History Channel, VH1 class. It was just too much. It was I was watching much. Nickelodeon and the shit just came right. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. But I, I, I'm telling you, his, I mean, he, he, his placement, the way he actually would step back, his, he actually, his spacing was better than I've ever seen him do it before. Um, did not think that his jab is sharper than ever before. Yeah. Yeah. And, zombie. and zombies know, like, Zombie's no joke. His, he has a rock granite head, but he was bust, busting him up. And I think that that's going to be scarier for him because you know what his, his jujitsu is off the fucking charts. And well, now he, he left his camp. He left his camp. He left his boxing coach, went to a different team. That team, I know that like there's like an asterisk around it because of TJ Dillashaw and you know what happened with him. Yeah, that was Dillashaw. That wasn't everybody else. I think right, but, but that team does not get enough credit because – between Dillashaw and Juan Archuleta and now Ortega. And, uh, I mean, there's monsters at that team, Cub Swanson. And it's like a – you don't hear about that team as much. You always hear about, you know, AKA or ATT or Jackson Wink. That Orange County gym is – they're monsters. They're, and they're all around the same weight, too. They're all, like, 135 to 155. You know, they're all I've right there. Past, I've been past there twice, and I'm telling you right now – it's just an air of intimidation when you walk into fucking the gym. That gym is just incredible. And I'm, I'm excited about TJ Dillashaw. I think Dillashaw, you know what? I got to say, you know, he took his punishment like a man, you know, or a woman. You can't even say take it like a man anymore. Uh, like, like a responsible person. <laughs> You'll be canceled. You're canceled. Adam. I mean, he just, he really took it like, you know, he said he owned it. He said, I fucked up. He did two years off. He kind of stayed out of the media. And I got to give him credit because, you know, the worst is when guys, they, they, they get busted and they go, oh, I didn't know. Or maybe they didn't know, but then they get busted. Jones? Yeah. Are, you say, are you talking about Jones? Ugh. John Jones is so I, – I think that John Jones is a sociopath. And I love John Jones. Me too. But he's one of those – I love him as a fighter, not as a human being. Yeah, I yeah. Him, yeah. I, I love watching him fight. That. I was like, yeah, take that back, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't love him as a person. 
I love him as a fighter. And I still think that like they, right now, like on MMA fighting, is, is Khabib the greatest fighter of all time? No. Uh, the answer to that, to me, is no, not yet. If he, if he, if he runs through Gaethje, we could definitely have that conversation. And, and, but right now, and if he beats GSP, I would say yes, he's the greatest fighter of all no, time. No, no, no. But, but no, you couldn't even say that with GSP because he's fighting an older GSP. If he fought a prime, yeah, prime but GSP, if, 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 like Listen, my in my eyes, the greatest fighter in the UFC of all time is a man named Vince Pichel. Oh, God, he's right here. How uh, embarrassing oh, is that? Guys. I mean, one of the best <laughs> fighters. I'd stop to say it right now. I'm going to put it out there. Oh, my God, I'd say it's Vince. Let's I go. Think you have to have, I think you have categories here. You have to have clean fighters and best fighters. Because Vitor Belfort, TRT, is the greatest fighter of all time. No, and you can't was, even put him in there. No. He was doing fucking shit that, like yeah. out of video games. He was doing like, I mean, he kicked Bisbing's eye out. And I, no, 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 I love Bisbing. That's my, he's my friend. But his eye is literally out of his body because he could take his eye out because of uh, of, of Vitor Belfort. But I mean, you know what? He was juiced to the fucking rafters, so I wouldn't count him. No, that's what I, I said. Yeah, but but in the, <laughs> but if you have he was the asterisk, juiced. come on, bro. If you have the asterisk goat, like if he you was have like, juiced. If, if you have the like if you have like in baseball, if you have home run hitters, right? If you have like Barry Bonds is the best home run hitter because of Juice Barry Bonds and Mark McGuire, then you then yeah, legally, I'm just saying the best. No, 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 no. It takes I done that asterisk it, well, it applies to him. Vitor, no, you're right. You're right. Body, but I'm saying like his whole build, his whole build changed. And I just right, do not right. give him props. No, I'm John saying Jones I'm gonna have Khabib as the hey, Khabib and GSP. Vitor got approved for TRT though, so that's why he got all jacked like that for a bit. Right, right. That's he got approved for TRT and then they're like, nah, you're taking advantage of this shit motherfuckers. They took it away. <laughs> well, dude, I'm on TRT, right? Because I that cause I I went and they said I was like like I was at 250 or 300, and now I'm up to a thousand, and I feel amazing. He was up to like, he was up to, like bull. He was up to eighteen <laughs> thousand. Like he had like fucking eighteen thousand. Yeah, he had like eighteen times the 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 limit that, like you're supposed to have. <laughs> Can you imagine if you bust the old uh, you bust the old chill sun in line? They caught me on a they must have caught me on a high day or a low day or something. Oh my, I mean, like his, like his sperm probably shot through assholes of shit. Like, <laughs> like, and the wall, it shot through an asshole, the wall, and the wall next to the wall. But I just feel like fighters, don't get me wrong, I, I see why they use it, because you heal faster. But I don't, I'd say the people that are clean, I consider them more. Of course, of course. But let's me, have, there's some people that don't. But let's have, two different, let's have two different categories. Vince. Right, right, right. right. Best, Who's the best all-time great naturally, and who's the best all-time great with substance? Honestly, I can't really say because there's so many guys that cheat that I don't really know who's fully clean, honestly. Like, I'm the only person that I know, 100% sure, that, that, that have never done steroids. I'm the only person that I know in fighting that I know for sure 100% have never done steroids. Right. Okay. But let's say the people That's really that, all I can say. Let's say <laughs> people that have never been. Okay. So, like, GSP, even though people said he has HGH gut, and they say that he didn't pass the smell test. Let's just assume that he's guilty. Assume he's innocent because he's never been proven guilty, right? So let's say, whereas John Jones hasn't proven guilty. So based on people that have been caught and people have not. I'd say okay, GSP. Well, yeah, GSP probably has the best credibility. He hasn't been caught by it. He's, uh, he's brought a lot of attention to it. He's brought a, 
he's he's actually the one that first started calling people out for using shit like that. So I'd probably say him, honestly. And Maybe yeah. Diaz is too. Maybe Diaz is too because they talk a lot of shit, but who really knows? It could just be a, a ploy that they use. They might use some core steroids use. Who knows? Because the way those guys are fucking training, you know? All right. And who's the best juiced up of all time? Juiced? Oh, geez. Uh, John Jones I mean, or Belfort? For his day, it, I'm going to say, honestly, probably like, uh, I don't know. I really like Sean Shirk because he was, to me, he was like the original <laughs> juice monkey. <laughs> yes, yeah, he lost to BJ Penn, though. Yeah. He did, he did, but who knows? BJ probably was on steroids too. Time. Like well, biggest well, now we're talking about conjecture. I'm talking, I'm talking about like based of like proven. Um, probably Jones, honestly, because Jones uh, has been like caught several times, right? Like it's yeah. no secret that that motherfucker's on steroids. So, so Shane, who's your him or his brothers, honestly, best uh, natural and best dirty? I absolutely would say GSP. A lot of motherfuckers are telling me like, well, GSP, he didn't win every fight. Doesn't matter. Even the people that beat his ass, he came back. And beat their ass. Yeah, like, he, and, and like, and I mean, there was a couple times where I was like, "Wow!" I mean, he just came back and looked better each time in yeah. each fight. Jones for sure, but I still, I think because I think Jones is an asshole, it overweighs my. He is. Come on, man. Come on, man. And I was like, man, he's a great fighter. I'm like, yeah, but as a person, kind of a. Kind of a yeah. dick. I mean, O.J. Simpson is a running back. I mean, you can't – we're not going to go on – how many great athletes were assholes? A lot of them. No, I mean, but he's like another – like, he goes to mountains and reports to monks who teach assholeism. <laughs> there's, a, there's a difference between uh, being an asshole and being a piece of fucking shit, and that dude is a piece of shit. Yeah. Wait, who, O.J. Or, or John Jones? Jones. He has, like, really shitty fucking things that he does sometimes. Yeah, come on, man. He's a really shitty fucking person sometimes. Uh, I mean, was, and it was a couple people, I think, that beat him, and they didn't get the, you know, they didn't get the props. But I thought he got beat at least twice. Yeah. I feel like it was close enough. I don't know. I feel like Jones is one of those fighters like Mayweather where because you hate him, because he's so good, you always give the close rounds to the other guy. Like, if he was oh, a guy no, no. that everyone loved, I feel like people I – mean, I think the closest person that got to beat him was Gustafson. And if those last two rounds didn't go the way they did, I think Gustafson would have actually won that fight. I thought Reyes beat him more convincingly because I think he really hurt Gustafson where he never really hurt Reyes. Um, but I, I, I definitely hear you. I got to watch the Gustafson fight again. Uh, we know. Best- and and the, the first fight I'm telling you right now, I think that he, that last, yeah, the last round, he kind of, yeah. Like in the third round, had we, halfway through the third and the fourth and fifth round is when Gustin started getting picked apart and fucked up by Jones. I hate, that when, that happens, so. I hate when I'm like, like Chael Sonnen Silva, Kelvin Gastelum, Israel Adesanya. It's like that fucking last round. If they just would have won that last round. No, but even yeah. with Chael Sonnen, you can't, you know, Chael Sonnen, uh, and I tell people this, people are like, oh, Silva didn't plan that. He set him up for that fucking move. All right, we we talk about that four thousand times. So for me, for for clean, you play it, you blow it off. That was fucking great. He didn't plan the fucking lose. He didn't plan it. They showed a video of him. That's the same thing that um, he didn't didn't say. I'm going to lose four mat rounds and four minutes and come back and try him again. Yeah, but I'm going to be I'm going to be honest too. Wrestlers are really susceptible to triangles and arm bars with their head pressure, with their extremely hard head pressure. Uh, wrestler that doesn't know a lot of jiu-jitsu, like at the time he did, 
is is really susceptible to trying to bars like that. But you just blow it off, Adam. You just act like, well, no, well, he did. And he there's didn't a plan point. that. He didn't have. There's no way he fucking plan that. With uh, what, what, what he. You don't what, plan losing four rounds and and coming back. No, I don't think it. No, but what I'm saying is, obviously, he adjusted. And he 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 said, okay, I'm gonna lure him in. He lured him in, and then he start and then he start fucking, you know, he definitely got him. And it was jujitsu yeah. wrestling. He, was, he was losing and put all his eggs in that basket, and and fortunately it paid off for him because Chael yeah. Sonnen. Who knows what happened to Chael would have won that fight, right? Like oh. all of MMA history would have been different, right, for the middleweight. Uh, cleaned up. Who's the best clean and best used? Well, for clean, I got a few dudes. Uh, number one would be Khabib. Uh, number two would be GSP. And then you got to throw DC in there. You got to throw Stipe in there. Those are the heavyweight savages, dude. Uh, for uh, tainted boys, my tainted boys, uh, John Jones, number one. You know, pe- people don't talk about Anderson Silva. You know, he tested positive for some suspicious supplements that I think he blamed it on Dick Bird, But Silva was a savage, dude. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I don't know, man. I think. That- what are you blaming on, dick pills? Yeah, uh, yeah like boner pills, just like a John and, Jones blamed on like boner Brazil- pills. I feel like, and I know people are going to give me hard. In Brazil, you can get steroids at every single CV. Any, you walk around Brazil, it's like they, they, it's like, you know how like in California they have oranges on the street. It's like they have guys selling they sell steroids, like steroids in the ice, ice cream and, truck, but a steroid. And they don't look, you can go to a CVS and buy whatever drug you want in Brazil. <laughs> and they don't look down on it. If you get caught, like, it's better to, like, lose. better to win and cheat than to lose in some ways. I feel like they don't look at it as, like, uh, they look at it as, like, oh, you, so what? You, you, like, I, a lot of those Brazilians, I hate to say it, but it seems like when USADA came and started, like, really clamping down, a lot of those guys, like, I mean, look at, what's his name? Barrow? Holy shit. Barrow was, like, murdering everybody. And then all of a sudden, Usada came. He loses, like, nine out of ten fights. I mean. It- well, when, Sa- when Usada came, all the Brazilians kind of fell off the top ten, didn't they? So, what, you notice a trend there, don't you? Yeah. I mean, let's, let's call a spade a spade. It just seems like. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. All right. So, uh, is anything else, Wing Dog, were you saying about that? No, that was it. That's it. All okay, right. Again, I, I I know we're gonna talk about it. I just what about I, Chuck? What about Chuck Liddell as a dominant champion? Oh yeah, a hundred percent. But we, we we I think that people forget about Chuck Liddell sometimes, and I go, Chuck Liddell had a run like nobody else I've ever seen until he ran into a couple people that just had his well, number. Well, no, I think Rashad. I think Rashad was the first one to knock him out, right? And then after no, that, even if, no, but even in Pride, Rampage fucking destroyed him a couple times. T- oh couple yeah. Times. I mean, Rampage like. Didn't he have him like bent over? Didn't he like knock him through the ropes or something? Like he just yeah. no rampage. Rampage got knocked through the ropes by a Vandalay. He got fucking knocked outside. He, no, but no, actually, Rampage beat him in Pride, then beat him again at the UFC, but knocked him out like with a, like a vicious. It was a yeah. vicious. Yeah, yeah but didn't didn't Rashad knock him out first and then Rampage or no, was it Rampage? rampage. Oh, was it? No, okay, no, so no, after, it yeah, so after no, the Rampage fight, then it was Rashad because Rashad took the title from him. Oh, no, Rampage took the title from him. No. Look no. it up, Ming. Uh, I thought it was Rashad. I thought it, it was Rashad. Rashad. That it was Rashad. 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 Rashad won the championship from him. Rashad won the title. That was the thing. It was a huge upset. Rashad, yeah. had, you know, uh, but Rampage. I thought, I thought it was Rashad, but I remember after that, Chuck Liddell wasn't the same anymore because he never let himself heal, and he was just getting knocked out from slaps after that. He got knocked out the UFC? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, his first Rampage. loss in the UFC was to Quentin Rampage Jackson. Ooh, really? Yeah, but was he the, I don't think he was a champ then, was he? 
Yeah, it doesn't say. And then he lost to Keith Jardine, and then he beat Wanderley Silva. Then he lost to Rashad Evans. Lost. He just lost every fight after that. Oh wow! So his first Shane loss in the UFC was to Rampage. Oh, Shane. Oh, was it? Rampage knocked him out. Yep. Oh, yeah, so it was a Rampage fight. It was and, a Rampage and, fight. And Chuck Liddell hit him with two, and then it looked like Rampage was like, "That ain't gonna stop me." And he literally walked through two punches and just fucking piecing. Yeah. Dude, that Rampage shot knockout to me was worse, though, because he fucking, that uppercut just put him out. Yeah. Dude, Rampage was like, healthy. That was back in the day when you can get in trouble and the UFC would really cover for you or somebody would cover for you. Remember when, like, Rampage like, went, like, on a Rampage and, like, took his, <laughs> he had his truck and was, like, mashing it into people's fucking cars. But, oh, and were, like, but he had Rampage written all over his truck. So it was yeah, like, and, he, and he got away too. Didn't he like drive off to you thinking no one would know it was him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> remember when he was like humping the reporter, like just yeah. randomly just humping that. her? He used to he used to hump every reporter that reported that. Uh, Can't do that no more. Dude, the uh, dumbest the, the dumbest crime. I remember I was reading the paper. Some guy got accused of like stealing. Uh, he was stealing parking meters, like just robbing parking meters, and then he, he got arrested and he posted his bail in all coins. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's that's like, funny. Such a dick move, but I love it. <laughs> but, like, but who's, no. the who's the idiot, right? The government for taking those coins after they arrested <laughs> for stealing coins, like fucking dumb. No. But I, you know what? I, I was looking. I was looking at some stuff online. They said that the top, like one of the top knockouts of all time, was Rampage with a slam. Oh yeah. Oh, he was getting triangled and he slammed that dude. Yeah, I, I I watched it and went, oh my god, this dude is not alive anymore. That wasn't a dude. That was a, the coach over in uh, Jersey. That was uh. That was in Pride, wasn't it? Wasn't that in Pride? Yeah. Was who Pride. was that? That was against fuck. I know who that it was. was. A, it was like a, it was a, it was like a Chinese or a Japanese guy, like a really good guy too. I think it was a legend. It was uh, uh tell me, Rampage. It was Arona. It was Arona. 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 Yeah, but he, I, they, I was looking at all the different slams, and there's a he slammed the fuck out of him that time too. That it was like. Good. It was like a, a movie almost. Like, did he just pick him up that high? Dude, there's a video of Rampage in high school at a high school wrestling match doing the exact same thing. Yeah, doing the same that. thing. Like, he's literally like 14 years old, and they're in like a state tournament, and he picks the guy up and fucking slams. Yeah, he was fucking then, spiking people. <laughs> and then the match is over. You're like, uh, dude, that was like the funniest <laughs> thing. Like, Mike Pyle, I love Mike Pyle, told me his first UFC fight was against Rampage. It was in Got Tennessee. It. He just signed up, and there was a 50-pound weight difference, and Rampage <laughs> threw him out of the ring, like, <laughs> like kicked him and just tossed him out. And then he, I go, what do you do? He's like, I rolled back in. Like, like he just went <laughs> Like it was WWF, he just counts to 10, get his 10 count to get back in. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, if you look at, if you look at like, if you look at the, the, the top 10, they said top 10 knockouts. Ricardo top ten knockouts. I was like, I thought it was more. I thought it would be more a standing, standing. But they said no. Like across the board, voting wise, all MMA fans they voted Rampage in the top ten. I was like, get the fuck out of here. My, my, my first jujitsu class ever at Legends. I didn't know. I went there and it came up in a triangle and I picked him up and slammed him. And then they stopped the class. The teacher was like, you can't do that. And I'm like, but I saw a guy on TV do that. They're like, yeah, yeah, we're not allowed to do that. I, I thought that was a legitimate. Like you're allowed to do that, but I guess they, 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 they I got in trouble for that. Um, but Gerald Mirshard is here. Hey, uh, he's he's here from his uh his his cabin. It was like that place that Dexter kills people. <laughs> you know when he's fucking like. <laughs> uh, Mirshard, how are you, man? 
those thin wood walls. Yeah, no, I'm great. It's good to good to see you guys. Good to see you, Adam. You know, I was just uh, talking to somebody the other day about my good friend Adam Hunter here, and he was like, "Hey, I heard you know this comedian." He's like, "What is he like?" And I was like, "Well, it's kind of like uh, you ever go to the gas station real late at night in the kind of seedy part of town. There's like that old crackhead that's out front there. <laughs> it's kind of like if that guy was doing Norm McDonald jokes all night. It's pretty much the same thing. <laughs> Fucking lot lizard. <laughs> I'm not oh, really good." That's either, that's either an insult or a compliment, depending on how I look at it. Uh, I, think it's, I think it's both. I think it's now, both. Now, Mearshart, uh, by the way, so Wean Dog, we think, has COVID. His, his girlfriend has COVID. Uh, Uh-oh. He has anal sex with her all the time. Um, yeah, now, that's, that's, that's very uh, con- relatable to the COVID positive test. Now, you had COVID. What was it like for you? For me personally, I was very fortunate. I had a stuffy nose for a couple of days. That was it. I, I That's what I have right now. I have like a runny nose and a little bit of a sore throat, but you know, it's no big deal. I'm still going to go out to the mall and everything. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> you get like a headache or anything? No, do not do that. Mm, no. Uh, you get like a headache and stuff like that, like a lot of guys said they got? No, not at all. Now, 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 I Gerald, didn't either. Gerald, how long but when you got COVID to when you didn't, how long did it take for it to go away? Well, like I said, the symptoms lasted two days, and I felt completely fine after that. I was still working out in my little home gym, getting on the spin bike and stuff, lifting weights, but I didn't get a negative test for about three to four weeks. So as far as, like, how I felt, I felt healthy almost immediately, but I didn't get that test until, like I said, a a little while later. You were positive for three weeks every day? I mean, every time I got tested, I would assume every day, but, yeah. Uh, That sucks. Oh my God! I, I thought they it, test like, you every day. They test you like every other day. Like, how does it work when you're like sick and they have you in there and they test you? Uh, so for me, I came back to Wisconsin and it was just whenever I wanted to go get tested. So I would try to set it up. They said wait at least seven days, right? Because before that, doesn't matter if you're healthy or not. It's still going to show a positive in the test. So I was like, all right, I waited seven days. Then I waited another seven days, and then I waited like three days, and I think I took one more three days after that before I finally got a negative. Did you? Did your uh, girlfriend have it too? No. So luckily I was driving back uh, from Vegas when that would still let you drive back. And uh, she was able to go stay with her sister and quarantine with her. Well, not quarantine. I was quarantining. She was with her sister. So never came in contact with her. Uh, I had the dogs and the cat here. They seemed fine and they didn't give it to anybody. So I was lucky. How great was it to be away from your girlfriend for a couple of weeks? Did that, that clear your head? Like, Why would that be a great thing? <laughs> yeah, I was already gone for a fight week, man. I was, uh, I was getting excited to get back and see my girl when I got home, and then it was like another two, three weeks. It was just – I felt like you. I was like masturbating every five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> now, were you, now were you, what kind, did you – like, was it regular porn? Did you go into like, – <laughs> was it milk porn? Was Ninja it cool? porn? <laughs> Ninja porn is the best, by the way. Yeah. Well, for, let me just lay out the blanket statement that I plead the fifth. However, I will say <laughs> that I have noticed that almost everything is turned into some kind of like step something, step it's sister, the step whatever. It's so you have to go to like fetish to find like not family members. It's, 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 <laughs> who is this for? Like who is, who is step? It's ridiculous. All right. So let's, let's, get, let's get the elephant out of the room. Last fight didn't go as well as you wanted. Um, now, here's my theory, right? You're best friends with Ben, Af- ben Askren, right? Askren got knocked out in seven seconds, right? You said, Ben, I got you covered. Okay, don't worry. I will get you uh, – I will get knocked out quicker. And that, that way it will take the, the stress off you. Everyone will make fun of me. But you missed it by 10 seconds. Is that what happened? 
Uh, first of all, it was 12 seconds. Uh, okay. It was 17 seconds. Still twice as long as you've ever lasted, I might have. <laughs> Very good point. So, yeah. I was hey the the one thing I will say that because you know the the Ben knock I was getting overplayed a little bit but I did see I had a picture of uh, me helping Ben put on his gloves before his Robbie Lawler fight because I was there in his corner and someone posted that picture and said this is what 22 seconds looks like that was pretty good I thought okay, that was, that was uh, good. got it got it got it Joe I gotta talk to you what's up last week's in the books it's it's gone but now is the time to review the tape and prepare for this week. There is no better place to get in on all the action than with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. To add to this week's excitement, DraftKings has a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs. How cool is that? And if you haven't tried DraftKings yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. Draft your lineup and feel the sweat like never before. Every run, pass, and catch means more with DraftKings. It's simple. Just pick your lineup. It's underneath the salary cap and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Nothing adds to the excitement of watching the game quite like having a shot at millions of dollars in prizes. And for everyone who's looking forward to this week's UFC 54, which is us, okay, be sure to check out DraftKings MMA Contest. How cool is that? UFC 254 with DraftKings. Here's your call to action. Download the DraftKings app now and use code ROASTED. For a limited time, new users can get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes this week. Don't miss out on the week seven action, okay? Enter code ROASTED to get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes with your first deposit. That's code ROASTED only at DraftKings. Make it rain! There's a minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Check it out. Um, now, now listen, was it one of the things where, um, you were just expecting him to wrestle and shoot in and weren't expecting that punch? I mean, I was expecting more wrestling, but I, you know, it doesn't really do much good to be like, Oh, what was going on? What was it? I got knocked the fuck out in like one punch. It sucked. Uh, you know, I'm a, the initial game plan was to make him chase me and make space so I could hit him. Um, you know, I ran into the cage early. He did a good job of cutting off my, uh, my right side, cutting off by my front hand, which you want to do against the opposite handed fighter. And, uh, it's a small cage, so it's hard to make that space. You know, I could have hit earlier. I could have just went after him. I had a game plan. I failed to execute it. And you know, that's what happens. And again, the funniest part of all this too, is everyone keeps coming after me talking like, Oh yeah. Like I was talking shit. I never said the guy was bad. I kept saying how good he was. And then, you know, I didn't deliver on what I said I was going to do. And that's really upsetting for me because I'm like, at least if I was in there and I got to scrap it out with him and it was like, Hey, he's just a better fighter. I could live with that. But I got touched once. I didn't even get to find out, you know, what it's really all about. So that kind of sucks, but it is what it is. Well, you've knocked out a lot of people in your life. Uh, You have an amazing record. You're one of the best fighters in the UFC. It's just, it was a bad night at work. And I still think, that you could beat this guy. I, I don't, I'm not even that sold on him yet because I think that uh, we really haven't seen him tested. We've seen you tested, um, right. but we haven't seen him tested. So, well, that was, that was my whole shtick was what happens when he meets resistance. Now, I didn't provide any resistance, granted, that's on me. And I would, uh, you know, I would more than love the opportunity to fight that guy again. I genuinely, I, I don't like him. I don't know what it is about him. He rubs me the wrong way. I, I genuinely don't like him. He came off kind of like a, a douchebag to me for really no reason. So, you know, I'm all about that fight. Will I get it right away? Probably not. It's going to be hard to 
get back at that guy, especially because they're going to try and, you know, uh, fast track him. So, you know, but hopefully down the line before I retire and get my hands on him. Well, listen, man, listen, you've been, listen, you've been, you've had good nights. You've had bad nights. You're a fucking survivor. You got your guy who came into fighting at like 30 years old. You were like a banker. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I did, you were, in college, you educated in like exercise or something like that was, you, yeah, that, that was your major. Uh, you're a guy that literally have no, you have no athletic ability and you're an amazing fighter. So, <laughs> like, so don't what fucking, fuck is going on here? don't let it get to you, man. Okay. You're going to, you're a champ, bro. Okay, but you again, Adam. It was just like you said. It was a bad night at work. It doesn't mean the whole thing is. It's like I think that you got to look at even the best of the best has got touched. Yeah, of course. You got to put that in your mind. The best of the best have got touched, and you go on to the next thing. You go. It is what it is, and the next shit. That's the way I look at it. No, I love it. Very few. There's very few top ten guys that haven't been on the other end of a highlight reel of someone else. So it's it's just right. part of the game, right? And, and fighting is a game of inches and you give you give half an inch and that motherfucker's gonna take the whole one. So it's just the way yeah. it is. Exactly. And the most fucked up part about that, so like I've always heard that from my old coach. If you're on one side of the highlight reel, eventually you're gonna be on the other side. Unfortunately it had to happen then, but the whole tirade Adam went on, he actually gave me more credit than I was due because he said I was like an exercise major. I was in college to be a fucking music teacher, so he actually <laughs> even gave me more credit than I should have gotten. Hey, well, you learn breathing techniques. Exactly. Yeah. You're definitely the toughest music teacher out there. Uh, you're definitely <laughs> the best music teacher in the MMUFC. So um, now, what did Dana say to you? Wait, wait, question, question. What was your favorite instrument, dork? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I should have saw that coming, Vince. <laughs> yeah, what was your instrument? No, my, so my main instrument, I played the alto sax. Oh, no, you no. Guys, have you guys not seen my videos? No. I haven't seen any Nobody has. No. <laughs> now I'm going to look that <laughs> Yeah. Adam's got my video saved in, uh, on, on a private – On a private server. <laughs> no, I won't ruin it for you. Go to my Instagram. Uh, I'm sure Adam has it up right now on one of his phones that he was touching himself to before. And if you scroll down <laughs> far enough, you'll see a picture of me playing my saxophone. Yeah, uh, I like it, man. You're, you're, you're a badass, bro. You legitimately are a badass. What did Dana say to you after the fight? Anything? <laughs> I don't remember. I don't like when I got when I got knocked out. I didn't wake up until I was in the back room, and it was like I had all my clothes on. So like I was in the fight, and all of a sudden I woke up in the back fully dressed, and I'm like, "Well, this is never good." Like shit. <laughs> oh, so, I don't know if he said anything to me or not. All right. Okay. Was that was that was that the hardest you've ever been hit? Again, I don't remember. So I guess yeah. that that kind of means yes, right? But on the same hand, I look at it, I was like. Dude, I, I, this is the thing that doesn't make sense to me. And I feel like, because I got cracked uh, two times in three months. Like, my last two fights have royally sucked. I think I didn't wait long enough between the Ian fight and this fight and, like, my chin hadn't fully recovered. Because I fought Tiago Santos, and I didn't go unconscious. And even during that fight, while I'm getting pelted in the head, I'm like, why the fuck am I still awake? This gigantic <laughs> man is beating the shit out of me. How am I still alive right now? And I was fine through that one. But then, you know, that one, I... I fought a guy who came up from welterweight, and all of a sudden the lights are off. Doesn't hey, make any sense. It, it's it's okay. It happens. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna come back. You know you will. All right. Uh, you know you will. I know you will. Because because yeah. uh, you're, you're fucking you're a badass, bro. But you know what? A lot of I've noticed a lot of people that if you don't give yourself time to heal between after you because I, I you literally can repeat it. I think you gotta give yourself time to heal. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you gotta heal. You gotta heal. 
there's something that doctors don't tell most fighters either when they get knocked out is your your brain is like a muscle so when you get knocked out that's like pulling a muscle that's like straining something or pulling something so you need to rest that right and the only way to rest your brain is to stare the fucking wall like a dumb shit and really not use any kind of your problem solving skills but most doctors don't tell you that kind of stuff so remember earlier how i said chuck didn't let himself heal and he was just getting knocked down knocked down knocked down you've seen this from other guys too it's because they don't take the time to let their brain heal like that like right. when i got knocked out i stared at a wall for like a fucking month even after that, I was still, like, getting rocks from time to time, and I spent more time just, like, trying to blank myself out, right? And to, to this day, now I'm okay, where I, I've got hit by some big shots, and I, I don't get rocks. Well. Like, there's times with that where people don't know that kind of stuff, you know? You said that with Chuck Liddell. So you think that's what How happened? How long is it going to be there Yeah, because Chuck got knocked out six months later. He was fighting with him. He should have been well, I, think he I think he was on coke while staring at the wall. Well, yeah, probably. Yeah, after the rampage knockout, and you think that after that it was like, oh, I didn't get myself down the hill, so he fought someone else, and then they repeated. Yeah. Look at how soon he fought after that. Chuck, Chuck fought, I think, within six months of that, and there's no way you can get knocked out the way he got knocked out and come back six months later and be 100%. There's no, there's just no way. Your, your body does not recover like that. Like, you need to well, let's talk to a guy right now uh, who's, who's uh, 25 years old, 8-1, and one, Kyler Phillips. Dude's on a fucking <laughs> rampage. Kyler, what's up, man? Like this, like, what's up? What's up? Uh, your last your fight, mentality, man. <laughs> your last fight, you looked so good, man. You you came out there, you just fucking murdered that guy. And you know, you came to my show in Arizona, and uh, you were, you know you you had smoking hot girl, you had the outfit, the whole thing. And I, I say to you, I go, who are you fighting next? And you go, some guy from Mongolia. Uh, <laughs> you didn't know his name, and then you weren't fighting a guy from Mongolia. Uh, there was nobody. For, so, how did you even prepare for this? Did you even know who you were fighting? Yeah, so no, dude, I was trying to fight. I was trying to fight in June, July, August, September, and I was set to fight in September, and then I was going to fight in uh, Vegas, and then I, I got an opponent, I got a new opponent, that Mongolian dude, and then he said he, they said they had visa issues initially, and then I got the fight, we, got, we rescheduled it for September, and then we rescheduled again for October 3rd, and so I was set, and I was good. And then, like, literally two weeks before the fight, they said he just couldn't come for some reason. And so I didn't have an opponent until, what, three days? Until I got on the plane to go to Dubai. Wow. So literally, they asked me, who do you want to fight? And they're like, I was getting on the plane, and they gave me a name, and I didn't even look him up. I was like, let's go. And then uh, so flew first class and then went out there and just, you know, watched the dude. And I knew he was a heavy hitter and was going to come out hot in the first round. And uh, it was fun, man. I had a great time using my my Jew wrestling keto ninjutsu kai. <laughs> what? <laughs> so every every everything in one word. <laughs> now afterwards, you started break dancing. Uh, are you worried about getting hurt? Because I always see guys when they break dance after they win. Johnny like, Walker. Uh, yeah, it's just kind of weird flip and stuff. Well, you know, I do a lot of flips, and I used to break dance when I was in middle school, and I used to do parkour. And uh, I've broken a lot of bones, like a lot. Not just in jiu-jitsu, but from doing flips off of stuff. And I kind of, the crazy stuff, like the crazy twist stuff, I don't do anymore as much. But I, I'll still do, like, you know, corkscrews and stuff like that. But I'm not, like going crazy jumping off of lifeguard towers and doing trying to do a double front flip. <laughs> <You know? laughs> that's how you just that's how you just break something i can't even claim it by the ufc you know what i mean uh, uh gerald did you do a lot of parkour back in the day no 
Yeah, that's a weird thing. Just uh, like, Gerald. So have you done that? I don't. By the way, by the way, you're on the you're on the uh, podcast with Gerald Mirashart, a uh, legend in the sport, um, and Vince from Hell Pichelle, a guy that got arrested 19 times for the 21. <laughs> Learn how to I was fight. Say, my parkour was run from the fucking cops when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's, that's, what real, that's what parkour is about. I think that's where yeah, it like, comes from. Really? You really run unless you're scared. <laughs> yeah, you watch those videos where they're like going over like the fences and they're jumping off the buildings and they're, and they're usually running away from people. You know, yeah. dude, if I was a cop and I had to chase one of those kids, I would just fuck that, dude. You got you could just <laughs> shoot them. No, no, that's it. <laughs> just I'll catch them later. Yeah, hit me yeah. with my car. Yeah. So, uh, so Kyler, man, you come you come a long way because, like, even the fights, like, they had you, uh, like, you 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 were on the Ultimate Fighter. Both, actually, all three of you were, right? I was. You were on the were Ultimate Fighter. I was no, not on the Ultimate Fighter. You were I was not. on the Contender too before the Ultimate Fighter. You were on the Contender, and you kept getting to like a certain level, and then it was, and then it's been like you just sort of uh, like you fought Brad Katona. I lost the Ultimate Fighter, then came back. You fought Victor Henry the next fight. He was a really good fighter. Yeah. Uh, and then since then, you're, you've you know run up you know three fights in a row, three wins in a row. But they they haven't given you any easy fights. I mean, you've, you you fought all studs pretty much. Yeah, I ch- I changed. That was the best thing that happened to me. You know, first going on the the contender, getting a knockout, then you know in 40 seconds not getting a um, thing. I was still young at the time and. Like then the ultimate fighter was like, it was all just um internship. And then, and that's how I thought of it. It's like, you're kind of, you get into the big show kind of, but you're just like, you know, kind of working and then you go back and uh, you know, taking, taking my first loss. That was the best thing that ever happened. Well, and, you know, and especially taking the loss on a split decision. That no, just, you know. I wanted to ask all three of you guys, like you, I, it's a cliche, but you think that the loss is the thing that you need especially when you're winning, the loss is the thing you need. Like, yo, I need to get this shit out of the way, and it makes you better after that. I mean, I, I've talked to a couple people that when, when you're fighting. I mean, I never saw it that way. I saw a loss. And I was more well, like, damn, I lost. I'm fucked up. <laughs> I would say, man, like, if you got knocked out or you got choked out, you got finished, then, yeah, that's like, damn, that sucks. But, like, if it's like a close split decision and you feel like you could have, like, won a lot of times – and it's just that little, like, edge where you're like, oh, it's just that little, like, you want to keep going. That's what burns inside. And I feel like if you can use it towards your advantage. And guys that get, have gotten knocked out and stuff like that and came back, I don't know. I think uh, whatever you make of it. I mean, Vince's first loss, you got slammed on your head. That was a crazy yeah. the fucking Damn. He got He got – he got super like judoplex, like suplex. Yeah, I got slapped like head. fucking six times on my head. <laughs> but six times but, in a row by a Russian guy. But then he to came me, back the next day again against against uh, Anthony Njikawani. Yeah, and I ruined Anthony Njikawani too. I was so pissed. I was I was super mad. I, I wrestled the fuck out of him too because when I fought that dude and I lost like that, my wrestling was my weak link, right? And he exposed it a lot. So I did. I worked on a lot of my wrestling after that, and I wanted to like beat the fuck out of someone some wrestling. So that's why I fought Njikawani. To me though, I feel like wins will get a fighter momentum and strength. Like right? they build your momentum, they build your strength and your abilities. But a loss, a loss to me is where a fighter will ultimately uh, become more wiser as a fighter and learn from things, right? Like, you learn more from losses to me than a win. I think wins are good because they'll give you momentum and strength, right? They give you power and your abilities. But a loss, is, a loss will make you take a step back and be like, okay, I need to work on this, right? Like, yeah, I'm okay at this, but I could always be better. And, and this guy exposed it. So that's the way I see him. Gerald, what do you think? 
Yeah, I think it varies person to person. You know, some it kind of depends on how the loss comes, right? If you were training really hard and then all of a sudden you start slacking off and you lose, and it's like, oh, I got to stay in better shape. But, uh, you know, kind of to what Vince said, you know, using it as a learning curve more than anything and, like, really focusing in on – because there, there's times, too, where you think, oh, I'm – you know, I'm pretty good at this, and then all of a sudden you get into a fight and you can't do it. You know, say you think you're really good at jiu-jitsu, you get into a fight, you try and use jiu-jitsu, and all of a sudden it's not working against a guy who it should work against, and it's like a reality check. Like, oh, maybe I'm not as good as I thought I was, and then you know what you need to work on. So as long as you can take the loss and get something positive out of it, I think that's important. But, you know, beating yourself up over it isn't going to help anything. Now, Gerald, have yeah. you always been a 60-year-old man? I, I feel yeah, like pretty uh, much. like have you ever actually just like I feel like you you like like this wise man, but like you've always been like that old wisdom guy who looks angry and you can't tell if he likes or not. Because <laughs> every time I, I interview you, I'm like Gandalf, dude. Every time I interview, you, I'm like this guy fucking hates my guts. And then afterwards, you'll text me going, "That was so much fun, thank you." And I'm like, "Oh, maybe he did have a good time." Like. Like, do you ever, like, during sex, do you smile? Like, when do you ever actually? <laughs> no, I mean, he started the interview saying oh, that you were a crackhead near fucking. <laughs> I know, but, like, do you ever, like, okay, like, getting a blowjob, are you happy then? Like, when are you actually happy? For real. No, so, that's pretty, it's funny, because, like, since the time I was probably, like, 16, I, you know, I listen to NPR when I drive somewhere, and I, like, you know. <laughs> different stuff like that but then i'll text you like i'm a 16 year old girl so it's this weird like dual thing i got going on but no i'm a pretty happy person i just you know uh, i look fucking old as shit all the time i look like <laughs> I, got ran out. I got some city miles on me is what i'm trying to say yeah, there you go but like kyler looks like a 12 year old i mean he he's right, I don't even think that's like, it's not even his house by the way kyler what uh what nationality are you dude kyle looks like uh, teen wolf to me yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, no, I'm Vietnamese, Portuguese, Irish. Wow. Yeah, mixed, mixed breed, yeah. It was a big orgy or something? Where did your parents meet? They met at some ice cream shop or something in California. <laughs> at least that's what they told you. <laughs> that's exactly what they told me, yeah. You know, the 80s. <laughs> now, uh, now, what's your background? Now, have you been doing MMA your whole time? Or you did wrestling? Would you? Karate? What's yeah, yeah. Karate? I started with jiu-jitsu. Started with jiu-jitsu at three years old. Then um, just kept doing that. And then wrestled. Did like Greco freestyle in high school. And then I was also I was always doing like um, taekwondo and like boxing stuff. And then like kickboxing classes. And then I started doing uh, Nikita Kai. Nikita, I'm actually here at the at Two Knuckle Sports Gym. So I got my black belt in Nikita Kai about a year ago. So now I'm a sensei. So now. You know, I got all the power, bro. Yeah. You got to watch. How do your parents put you in jiu-jitsu at three years old? Like, three, you're choking kids out of three? Yeah. Oh, dude. So I'll tell you a sick story. So my dad, he uh, he just put me in jiu-jitsu at the Gracie Academy at like three, but I have like super bad ADD. You know, I thought it was just a joke, but I was learning arm bars. I was learning Americanas. The fact was I was learning and he never really pushed me that I got older I wanted to do it. It was my decision, but I was always around it. Uh, but the first time I ever experienced something where I liked was when I was like in the third grade and there's this kid, he was like in the eighth grade and he was picking on me in the jumper at a party and he was like slapping me. And I went to my dad and I was like crying. I was like, I don't know what to do. My dad's like, watch, just take him down, single leg him. 
go to Mount, start smacking him, take his back and choke him out. And I was like, oh, okay. I listen to my dad. I go back in the jumper. I freaking, I like ankle pick him, dude. I did like a freaking Gracie ankle pick, you know, pass guard straight to Mount, start smacking him. He turns. I sink in the choke and I'm like, and I was like crying. And then he was just like belly down. And I just kept, and then I just heard him snore. Like, I just hear him snoring. And then my dad's like on the side, he's like, Kyle, let go, let go. And I let go, and the kids just passed out. And I was like, dude, that was a pretty sick experience, you know? But all the odds of everybody at the party were like, you could have killed him. What's wrong with you? And I was just like, yeah, dude, I liked it. Ever Wait, since then, on, I was on, a on, on, You're not allowed to go to no more kids' parties. <laughs> not allowed to go to any more fucking moon bouncers. I became no the bully. For fucking Kyler. And he was a hired entertainment there, too. Um, well, so uh, I don't understand. Your, how did your dad know such specifics? Was your dad, a, he trained too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was always around martial arts his whole life. And he was, because my grandpa was a three-star general Marines. So he was always moving around. And my dad was always like in Hawaii, like Japan, all over the world, like doing martial arts. Like, did your grandfather fight for the Viet Cong or for the U.S.? Uh, <laughs> yes, I mean, he fought, yeah, he fought it all, man. And uh, it's crazy though, because my mom's from Vietnam. And, Good thing Viet Cong's not in my blood, dude. I'm from the South, man. Oh, okay, got it. You got know it. what I'm saying? Got it, but, got it. Uh, <laughs> I forgot what my train of thought. But no, yeah, my dad just, just – we were living in Torrance at the time that, that uh, Hoist was fighting in the UFC, and we were, that was in Torrance. So my dad was like, oh, sick. So he just put, put me in it, and we were doing that. And then we went to the Machados when I was probably like six years old. And then we moved out to Temecula when we got Dan Henderson. But back then it was Team Quest. Um, and then Carlson Gracie Jiu-Jitsu in Temecula. So you had, like, the greatest coaching ever by the age of seven. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you were at Gracie, Machado, and Hendo, Team Quest, all, Team Quest was all huge before you were wild, six yeah. years old. Dude, it was a part of that, that whole, like, I don't know. There's a, there's a bunch of kids or a couple kids that have gone up that have been doing Jiu-Jitsu since then. But it's cool to see back then kids doing, like, the underground MMA fighting at like dip, like Saboba Casino, you know, and you don't have to wear the shin guards and headgear and stuff like that. I mean, some people will call child abuse. tournaments. Some people call that child abuse, but fuck it. Uh, it was successful in this uh, situation. Not they're abusing yeah. each other. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. Now, did you, now, did you win any world championships? Uh, I won the worlds in jiu-jitsu at Blue Belt at 16. And then uh, I kind of like – I got my purple, then I got my brown, and then I've been a brown belt for about five years, and um, i just been focusing on MMA since then, and I kind of, like, fell away from, from jiu-jitsu competition, right. but, but I still got it. Of course, dude, you're killing <laughs> it, bro. You're fucking yeah. killing it. Yeah, I, I got to ask Gerald, what, what, like, what made you switch and go, you know what? I think I want to be punched in the face for fucking Man, Like, no offense to jiu-jitsu, but, like, dude... You know, he punched a, uh, a black belt once in the face of a brown belt. He punched him three times more. He's a white belt. You know, like, uh, just getting into the so much, like, barambolo and, like, you know, sitting down, pulling guard time was great. But it was just, especially from a wrestling background, you know, wrestling at Temecula Valley, having good coaches, doing, like, you know, staying on top and, like, learning to fight, you know. It's like. I didn't know if I wanted to just keep doing jiu-jitsu, maybe have a gym when I was older and just do that only. And 
and butt scoot for the rest of my life or <laughs> or become a fighter who I actually am. And so I went to GCU in uh, in Arizona and I was listening to my mom, you know, my mom's Asian, you know, pushing me hard to try to be a doctor and I was going to be an orthodontist. Oh, what an idiot. And yeah. And then did. And then I like realized after, you know, I, I like just went against it and I was like, fuck this. I was like, I'm dropping out of school to, to pursue fighting at the lab. So I just went to the lab full time from there, lived at the fighter house, didn't have a job or no car, nothing. And then just, you know, what, seven, seven years later, I'm right here, you know. Well, you're 25 years old. You're nine and one in the UFC. You're doing pretty damn good. Uh, you know, yeah, it's really good. Oh my God. Uh, Mirshart, um, have you ever thought about going back to saxophone? Yeah, probably not professionally. I don't think uh, <laughs> saxophone players make that much compared to MMA fighters. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, before you came on, Kyler, Gerald was going to be a music teacher. And then he realized, okay. and then he realized I'm not getting any pussy. Like, uh, so ah, he, he wasn't like, trying to get at the, at the kids, the kids' moms and stuff. Yeah, did you ever hook up with any of the kids' moms? You were, we, we, hey, we, why, why do you think my line is I'm your mom's favorite fighter? Come on now. <laughs> 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 oh man that's awesome now, did you actually coach kids in music or no Mary Sharp? did i coach kids in music no i i assisted taught a little bit when i was in high school and college a little bit i i did teach them a little yes i feel like you'd be horrible as a teacher because you'd like not give <laughs> any compliment you would just stare at them and then you're wondering if you're committing like kind of playing suicide the entire time during the is, is that a fair assessment or no <laughs> Well, no, I was a, I was a halfway decent teacher. You know, keep in mind that I didn't look like I was sixty then. I was like nineteen. So. You don't look like you're sixty now. Like, I, don't, I don't think you look like you're sixty. No, but like it's, it's, like it's, funny, it's funny hearing the reasons that people get into martial arts, and like, and, and it seems like it's consistent either their dad, like my pops, was like, "Don't be no bitch." And you ain't gonna be no. That was his thing. It's like, <laughs> and sometimes I didn't want to go because. But what happened? I would be hurt. I would be hurt like oh, two days later, and he'd still be like, "You're being a bitch." And I was like, I don't know if "This is a good way to do this," but he was like, "You don't look back down. You're a bitch." And so it would make me mad. So I would go back. So it was more like each person's dad or something that made you get into it. And I noticed, like, I, that, that's why I wanted to know. It's like of all things to get punched in the face. For money. You guys, you guys, honestly, I, honestly, I don't thank you guys enough because was during quarantine, this would be so boring if not for you fighters. Uh, you guys are so inspiring. You guys are, you guys are modern day gladiators. And, uh, and, and even, no matter how day, bad days might go on, if I have fights to look forward to, I want to thank you guys for real. Um, thank you. So that's the honest that was some serious shit. Yeah, yeah, man, I appreciate that from the bottom. It's true. Of my it's I know, yeah, it? Kyle was like, "Yeah, that was kind of that was a little yogurty." No, I swear to God, I swear to God, it's like it was so no, it's yeah. legit. It's fucking legit. I mean, you guys are honestly, no, I know, man. and you're honestly like good people, most of you. Um, now, as far as uh, <laughs> no, as, but Vince was right about Jones. I, it was so funny. People like you saw how many people come at me on Twitter because I think yeah. Jones as a person is a piece of shit. As a fighter, great. As a person, kind of a piece of shit. And people are like, we well, don't know what he's going through. I'm like, eh, eh, it doesn't matter. All right, let's talk about the fights this weekend. Uh, Gaethje versus Khabib. Uh, we got to get fighter picks. Kyler, uh, you go first. Who wins this fight and why? Oh, dude. <laughs> if I had to roll, if I was going to roll the dice every time, it'd probably be more, more uh, times on 
on Khabib, but I want Gaethje to win. I think he can win, for sure. I just can't say, man. I don't really make bets. I'm not really a gambler. Well, you don't wear condoms. All right. I don't. I don't. So, who wins this fight? Uh, well, it, it's hard to pick against a guy who's never lost, right? But I will say, if I was going to build a fighter from scratch, specifically to beat Khabib, he would look a lot like Justin Gaethje. That being said, I would still put money on Khabib because no matter what the other person does, he does not change what he's doing, and he's very persistent. Gaethje does m mostly the same thing throughout all his fights, but he will change his tactics a little bit more than Khabib will, and I think yeah, not that it's a hesitation, but just since he's willing to deviate a little bit more, that might be the difference where Khabib is like, I don't care what you do. I'm going to grab a hold of you and get to the floor. So who, 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 who does that favor, Khabib or Gaethje? I think it favors Khabib. Well, but wow. – Okay. And then uh, Vince? I'm going Gaethje. Uh, I'm, I kind of agree with, uh, with Joe. Like, man, be trying to – Trying to say he's going to beat someone who hasn't been beaten in MMA is a hard thing to say, right? Like, and and Khabib's been so dominant in all of his fights, and no one's—I don't think he's even lost a, a round in the UFC, right? So, it's really hard to bet against him. But I really, I really am rooting for Gaethje, and and I feel like Gaethje, if there was like a good cookie cutter that could beat Khabib, it'd be right. something of Gaethje and and um, honestly, uh, Tony. I think Tony's still got a really good, a really good uh, style as far as uh, that that could beat uh, Khabib. Uh, but who knows? When, I don't know if we'll ever see that fight now. <laughs> and, and Shannon, you're going for Gaethje, right? I'm going for – no, I think Gaethje's getting smarter. I think he doesn't rush in like he used to and take punish, too much punishment. He, he paces himself more. His distance is better before his footwork's better than it's been ever – at least his footwork was better last fight. So I think that – he. Uh, I don't think that Khabib has fought somebody on that's, that's standing that is like Gaethje. I think Gaethje – now, if he gets against the – if he gets against the cage – And no more ifs. No more ifs. We're just going to say who, who – No, I'm saying – I said no, I'm saying if. No, I'm saying if Khabib gets him against the cage, everybody I know, knows but you can always – I hate when people – I hate Gaethje. Yeah. You know what? You know what? You know what? Yeah, I'd say Gaethje. I'm going for Gaethje. <laughs> yeah, we're all team Gaethje. I'm going for – I think Khabib's going to win. Although the more I watch these specials and this, then the more it leads me to Gaethje. But then I always fucking get fooled and then think they're going to win based on these countdown specials. Because I, I, I start believing what I'm seeing versus what I think is gonna, actually going to happen. I think Khabib's a gorilla. I think he's going to gorilla strength him, uh, take him down, just beat him up. Uh, Wean Dog. Hey. Well, dude. <laughs> We've seen we've seen Khabib go against great strikers. We've seen him go against great wrestlers. Look at Connor, and then look at Ali Quinta. And so, you know, Justin Gaethje is sort of like a combo between like McGregor and uh, Quinta. So I don't know, man. I think Khabib is going to weather the storm, and I think he's going to be able just to pull out the the, the decision or uh, a TKO in the fourth or fifth round. So Kyler, who was that, by the way, Kyler? What? Who, who said who the fuck's my? Who's that guy? <laughs> no, the other guy. Oh. The guy was just talking. I didn't. I was my first oh, time. Oh, oh Wing Dog. Oh, 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 I'm, I'm the co-host slash producer oh, oh, of this podcast. Uh, oh, what up? What up, Wing Dog? What What's up, up Kyler? Big fan. All right. So Robert Whitaker okay. versus the. Look at this angle. Versus the look gorilla. This angle, bro. Uh, you look like you're like Thanos tall. You're like, versus so the, killer, the killer gorilla, right? Hey, put your dick away, man. What the fuck? <laughs> Whitaker versus the killer gorilla. Uh, Kyler, who wins? 
It's killer, dude. I feel like, I feel like it's like POV porn right now, by the way. Yeah. Right, so, <laughs> you know, the, the angles. Yeah, uh, angles, yeah so. Killer Gorilla for sure. Yeah, we, you know, anyway, love. Killer Gorilla. This is, this is called MMA Love? Oh, good. I like that better. Uh, um, Amir Shart, who wins? Uh, I got Cannoneer for that one, actually. I think, I think Whitaker makes too many mistakes, and Cannoneer stays structured too well, and that, that dude freaking hits hard. Uh, Vince? I'm going the same. I think Whitaker – I really like Whitaker. I think Whitaker's a really underrated fighter because when he's on, he's, like, probably one of the hardest guys to fight, right? He's a really tough fight for anybody. But I think Gorilla is just – he's on fire right now. And Whitaker's kind of – like, he's – I think he's, like, out of his – out of his uh, – how can I say this? Out of his uh, – he doesn't have his tunnel vision like he did before, right, with fighting. So I think he's a little distracted by something. I'm not sure. But I think Gorilla's going to take it. Shane? Uh, I think that Whitaker, ever since Stylebender, I think that he's not as – even that last fight, he doesn't seem as focused. So I'm going to go with uh, – well, I like Whitaker, though. Fuck it. I'm – I like Whitaker. Fuck it. Maybe his brain never recovered. You know, yeah, like no, you were saying I mean, earlier. Yeah. That yeah. could be. I mean, I don't know. Stylebender did kind of put it on him. Let's be real. Oh yeah, he fucking killed him. Yeah. So uh, that's what I'm saying. I think that since then he just seems different. But I like him as a fighter, and he is when he's on. He's on. Like I'm Vince. But Vince knows what the fuck he's talking about. That's why, because Vince is, is the smartest man in the world. And that's the truth. <laughs> you are, man. No, but that's right. Exactly the same shit I thought. I thought if he's on and he's focused, that motherfucker's a, a monster. So, but I just, I like him. So, I just, I'm going with my bitch-ass feelings. So, I'm going to go with Whitaker. Uh, I'm going to go with Whitaker because I'm going with my feelings, too. Ween Dog. <laughs> well, it's interesting because Jared Cannonier is, like, favored, favorited on uh, almost every betting site right now. And most people have him winning by KO or – uh, TKO, and I'm going to go with that pick. I'm going to pick Jared Cannonier via KO just because Robert Whitaker, it's like he gets rocked in every single fight, and you don't want to be the person that gets rocked in every fight when you're going against motherfucking the killer gorilla, dude. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. Uh, all right, next one. Kyler Phillips, nicer butt. Misha Tate or um, uh, Mackenzie Dern? Oh, they're fighting. <laughs> no, who, no, who has a nicer ass? That's the question. No, better butt. Oh, all right, for reals? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've never seen Misha Tate in person. Uh, Why'd you look weird really... like that? Why'd you look way all sus like that? <laughs> I would have to say Mackenzie because I've, I've met her. Like, yeah. I know what it looks like. Well, you know what it looks yeah. like? Like in person? Like, you've, like it's been on your face? No, no, no. Just oh. I've rolled with her. Oh, wow. Nice. Uh, this wasn't a real question, by the way. Uh, I just might have made that up. All right. Oh, so, uh, but the real question is Alexander Volkov. <laughs> now, Tonkino's going to beat me up. No, he won't. Correct. No, he won't. What's the, I'm saying she's a nice butt. I mean, come on. Uh, yeah, I'm kidding. That's a good point. All right. So, I got Misha on that one. <laughs> really? Misha? Yeah. Come on. Dern's I've a great she's butt. Hot. Yeah, she's really hot. I don't know. Maybe. maybe. I, don't right. think is, I don't think Dern's is that attractive to me. She's not, she, she doesn't do it for me. Mia Sharp? Yeah. The like shape. Uh, I'm, I'm not picking yeah. dirt just like a, because I think her accent is fake. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a big turnoff. You know? It's real, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, stop it. It's, stop it's a it. brain. It's like a – it's some type of brain, you know. I'm not saying it doesn't sound legit. I'm just saying you don't go from speaking like Calif – like she sounded like you before and then all of a sudden she had a Portuguese accent. Yeah, I think it's some type of brain thing that her brain, maybe it's like a, 
You think she got know. hit and all of a sudden she has an accent? Like in her her thoughts have accents? I don't think that's, that's possible. possible. That's possible. What the hell happened? Honestly, maybe she was just hanging out with a lot of Brazilians in her camp and it just kind of came out. Like that happens to people sometimes. <laughs> by the way, yeah. By the that's way, like me. When I start teaching jujitsu, I, I develop a Brazilian accent. <laughs> you guys ever do that? Like. Uh, now the, 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 I heard that the Dagestans, uh, the mafia, surrounded you before that last fight. Is that is that what happened? Yeah, they surrounded me at a quarantine hotel in Las Vegas, Nevada. Real? Oh, no, they oh, didn't do that. Oh no! no. But they, but did, did uh, Chimaev and them? Did, they didn't come up to you and like talk shit to you beforehand? Oh, I know. So yeah, uh, he was like walking past me, and he was. I. Uh, can only guess that he was trying to talk shit, but it's kind of hard because we all have masks on, and he speaks really, really quietly for some reason. He does, yeah. And He's got a little he, mouth. Yeah, yeah. Well, and he, I think he said something. I don't know what the fuck he was saying. He was trying to say something, and I was like, yeah, yeah, all right. And he was just all swelled up. His buddies, like, seemed fine. They were nice. They were like, oh, hey, <laughs> like, sorry, this guy's a dick. Right. But, was, but he he like, was, heard, was he like, I heard you were in band camp? Did he, did he, was he making, he might have said that in Russian, but I don't speak Russian. So I don't, <laughs> can you bring your saxophone? <laughs> I'm going to start bringing it for fight week because I swear to God, that now every fucking reporter is like, oh, did you bring your sax? Like, I'm just walking around with that shit. It's not a small instrument. Maybe you could walk to the octagon playing the saxophone. That could be like your thing. That could be, no, kind of- I think if you did that, that would be, uh- you could do your own walkout music. <laughs> That would be awesome. Like he, instead of like, a rapper, you'd have a saxophone. I, I know. Instead of Justin Bieber, get a whole marching band behind you. No, like just uh, that let's, let's not cool. get too Bellator here. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit, that was fun. All right, so uh, your teammate Casey Kenny, right? Is that your teammate? Yeah. All right, he's yeah, fighting he's... Nathaniel Wood. Uh, any uh, insight on that fight? I think he's going to fuck up Wood. Uh, Wood's good. He looked good when he was fighting uh, Dodson. But um, I feel like he there's there's some things that he might he's just going to slip up and start, like, you know, roll ball effect and, or snowball effect, and he's going to start to be behind. I think that's going to happen. Maybe he won't get knocked out right away, but it'll, like, Casey will start getting his momentum, start catching stuff. Because you saw that last fight. Oh I was God. really impressed, dude. You see the – Late kicks and he was touching his pool too, and um, yeah, I've never seen him like that. And I feel like he's just starting to get to his to his prime, you know. Wait, what's a pull too? If I can, like, you dodge and then throw, like, come out with a right hand. Yeah, it's like like his like sugar, you know, like the, the yeah. Yeah. Now let's talk about sugar. Sugar punch. Yeah, about sugar. So I'm a big sugar fan. I've I, I liked him before the UFC, during the UFC. Uh, I know he got all kinds of hype behind him. I'm kind of on his side. Normally, a guy loses, and I'm like, if he makes excuses, I'm like, ah, you know. Uh, but I feel like his ankle fucking did give out. Like, it wasn't like he checked the kid. It seemed like it was a, a fluke accident, no? Yeah, I mean, you saw you saw Michael Chandler and Brent Primus, right? Yeah. Yeah. Michael Chandler's a beast. Dude. He beats him nine times out of ten. Like, But he got the belt in that fight, so it's kind of uh, it's hard to say. I think it was either like a pre-existing condition that he already had. Like he might have had some minor ankle pain already, and then that, that check made it worse, or it was that check that just kind of made his, his ankle go dead, you know? Mirshart? Yeah. 
I mean, I've rolled my ankles plenty of times. Luckily, it's never happened in a fight, but uh, I didn't have a problem with that. The only problem I had was when he was, like, mentally, I'm undefeated. I was like, are you? Are you really? Yeah. Like, I'm not saying it's your fault, but to not accept the loss outright for whatever reason it is. He, like, he, I think uh, what he did was saying that, but actually, like, a couple weeks later after his fight, I posted a picture with him, and in the comments he put whatever in one. Uh, <laughs> like I got a bunch of random people hating oh, on my page. Like, like yeah, yeah, he definitely. I think that he should have accepted it a little smoother. I think that's yeah. Probably. Well, my favorite was the meme of him at the table that says, "I haven't lost, changed my mind." That's the best one. <laughs> that, that one will always I mean, be my favorite. He, he, he's playing the social media card, but I mean, UFC was hyping him beyond belief before yeah. he was at that point. Honestly, dude, he's a big motherfucker for 135. I didn't realize how tall he was. He's like a he's big, very tall, tall. motherfucker. Yeah. Very tall. And Cheeto's a big boy, too. Like, Cheeto's more tall than me for a 35er. Now, Kyle, last time he came on the show, he said him and his girlfriend invite other girls over uh, to have for, like, play sessions. Are you ever invited to those? What? Wait, who? Wait, what? Forget Jesus <laughs> Christ. I wasn't talking about Tim Welch? talking about Tim Welch? I was on the, <laughs> hey, was on the Timbo Sugar Show podcast, like, last week. No, no, I heard that he, uh, him and his girlfriend bring home other girls. They have, like, they're, like, you know. Some, yeah. Yeah. Now, are you invited to these these sessions, too? Or are you in no. the corner? Oh. No. It kind of sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I, get my, I get my sneak peeks, though. I get my sneak peeks. <laughs> sneak peeks. He's got, he's got mm-hmm. little people with the camera like on the previews. <laughs> Has Uncle Creepy ever walked in jerking off during this? Because Uncle Creepy said on the podcast, Chuck Liddell used to have threesomes, and he would walk in the room jerking off, and Chuck would be like, take care of my friend. Uh, Mearshark, oh. have you ever been with a girl and have Creepy ever show up? No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And, and no, he's, no. <laughs> Dude, fighters are freaks, bro. Fighters are freaks. Well, Vince has like three kids now. Uh, he, was single, he was single two I'm weeks ago. My mouth shut. <laughs> yeah, Vince is like, you see how quiet Vince got? Like, mm, maybe I don't want to talk about this. Right <laughs> I'm not trying to be. I'm not trying to be the dude. In the, I'm not trying to be the dude driving the minivan around with like a bunch of car seats. Yeah, that's what's up, though. That's, That's awesome. my life right now. Like, uh, I got three kids, but like, it's like nobody ever comes up to you. Hey, you, hey, you with your fucking three kids. Oh, oh shit. Unconscious. Uh, well, I mean, Chris D'Elia has a minivan with the thing, but those are his dates. Amir Shart, when are you going to propose? It's been, what, six years already? What's going on? To you? Never. No, I, Never. I'm saying, like, to your girlfriend. How long have you had this girlfriend for? No, we're married already. Oh, you're married. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. Oh, you're not doing the Conor McGregor wow, thing? Wow, what a shit reporter. <laughs> is it John Jones thing? No, I'm not. No, definitely not. And I'm staying away from the Coke, unlike those two. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How long no, have you married for? Uh, we got married in, what was it, March? Uh, yeah, no, it was May, May 15th. And uh, oh, it was year? on a Zoom call because it was during COVID. Oh, congrats, oh, dude. Congrats. Thank you. Congrats, congrats, dude. Did you get Zoom bombed by a guy jerking off in the co- like, during the ceremony? Because that would be... <laughs> Someone finished What's with you and jerking off, bro? Of <laughs> you say a lot of jerking off shit. That's okay. So you got married via Zoom call? That's So like, family, everyone came like via Zoom? No. No. It was literally just uh, my wife and I at 
our house, we had the laptop set up, and then the uh, official worker from the courthouse was at her home. And I know this because I could hear three kids in the background, like, running around creating ruckus. And they just had us, like, sign this paperwork, put your ID, your license up by the webcam, show your birth certificate. She checks off on everything. You mail it in, and you're done. That is so. Can you imagine? Can you imagine you're like getting married, right? And it's on a Zoom call, and she's like at her house, and she's like doing her little. She's like going through a speech, and then her kids in the back. I said no fucking cookies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it got close to that. Not quite that extreme. <laughs> was it? Was your girlfriend illegal? Like, why did you? How come you guys didn't have a, a regular marriage? Like, you have to get married to her for taxes. Like, you couldn't. Like, is this why? Greek card. Why did get married? So this was like when everything was locked down. So we yeah. had that date set and they were like, okay, legally we're going to go through it at this date. And then we had the ceremony later. Nice. Well, that's awesome. Was it, was it a ceremony on Skype? Or- no, no. <laughs> it was really small though. It was only like 30 people because again, COVID's still a thing and people are- Did Ben Ashka show up? No, Ben Ashford. What is with you and Ben Ashford? I like Ben. I thought you guys were best friends. Like, like, but ever since the no, you were like before he got knocked out. You were more now. You're just giving him shit. I love I love Ben Askren. He's a good he's a good buddy. Yeah, but Adam knows the right things to Ben Askren. After the flying knee, you just been like, yeah. What, hey, what man, about like, Ben? Is he awake? Hey. That's fucked up. He, he knows Ben and I are friends, and he's still upset because we were asking about his wrestling credentials, and you know, one of Adam's <laughs> friends, one of Adam's <laughs> friends told us that Adam was a two timer, and we're like, oh, really? A two timer in high school? Yeah, yeah. Uh, two times Four. he got he qualified to make wrestle offs to get the JV team. Four timer. Four times <laughs> he says I was a four timer. Um, now, uh, was Rufus there? Duke Rufus? Did he show up? No, it was like strictly family. Oh, it was wow. like just family. And I'm not related to Ben or Duke, so no, they weren't there. <laughs> got it. <laughs> got it. Got it. All right. Well, listen, this has been some podcast. We've learned a lot today. Uh, who are you? Uh, Kyler, who do you Kyler, who do you want to fight next? Kyler, who do you want to fight next? Who do you want to fight next? I'm going to fight soon. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get another one in before the end of the year. So whoever can <laughs> get all big. Yeah. Any opponent, or do you know who to? Uh, no opponent yet. Who do you Who do you want to fight? Uh, maybe somebody that fights at one thirty-five. Uh, no, <laughs> yeah, and, uh, I'm I, I'm in I'm in the works right now of getting a, a name, so I'm just gonna say yes and then go. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Uh, Man, Amir Shah. Amir Shah, who do you, you want to fight next? Well, I ain't going to be fighting for a while, but everyone seemed to like the Ed Herman fight, so I'm not opposed to that. That that had a lot of hype behind it. But I'm, you know, I'm taking a long time off. Uh, I probably, well, I definitely won't fight until 2021. And, like, the earliest, the very earliest it would be is March, but it'll probably even be after that. Cool. Vince, any fight coming up? Any news? Uh, right now I'm, I'm fighting obesity and old age. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking uh, now I'm in the gym right now. I'm, I'm just I'm going through a little minor injuries. Coming back from the fight right now, pushing too hard, coming back. So I'm just kind of slowly trying to wing myself back and look for a fight. I'm still trying to fight by the end of the year. Hopefully I can get something uh, in December. If I've taken up a short notice, I'm going to. I'm just trying to keep my body from falling apart on me right now, my old ass. Got it. And then uh, Ween Dog, what do you have coming up? Go subscribe to my YouTube channel, The Joe Press Show, and TikTok at the Ween Dog or at Ween Dog. I don't know. One of the two. Don't oh, TikTok, I got, I got bro. YouTube channel. Did I ever show you that meme about guys like TikTok, bro? I'm going to send it to you. Send it to me, bro. I have 10,000 plus views on each one of my videos. I'm a TikTok celebrity, bro. You still wear panties, bitch. Right. I don't give a fuck. I like the way they feel in my pee pee. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, Shane, sorry, what do you got coming up? 
No, yo, just make sure you check out the website, IamShang.com. And the special Shangri, it's called Shangri. So the, the Shangri? Yeah, I so like that. I, 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 I give you guys so much props, man. I, I don't know how you guys keep doing it. I couldn't. I was in so much pain so much so many times. And to see you guys fight through that, that shit is just gangster, man. Because, man, after a couple of times, I was like, God damn, I'm going to be feeling like this for a long time. So I maybe you were almost there. You were almost there, but you just didn't get over that line. Well, this yeah. is back in the 1920s. They didn't have gyms in the 20s. It wasn't MMA back then. It, <laughs> it was. Yeah, shut up. During Prohibition. Because <laughs> I'm older. Because now I'm older. I don't want to get hurt. He was when still fighting Prohibition. Shut up, Adam. <laughs> yeah. um, so, uh, yes, by the way, uh, I will be doing a, a live stream show from uh, Flappers tomorrow night, Friday night. Uh, you can watch it. Uh, Follow me on Instagram uh, for the link. Um, and then also, uh, yeah, I, I got a, I'm at the Alameda Comedy Club. I'm in Las Vegas at the uh, LA Comedy Club, New Year's Eve. Uh, come see that. Are you doing any clubs near me anytime soon? Uh, Venice tonight. Venice, well, that's not really near you. Uh, tonight you're going to Venice? Yeah, Venice, California. Are they, uh, are they allowing like crowds and stuff? Yes, yes. Oh, shit. I'll, I'll send you the link. Um, and then December 18th, I'm doing my comedy special. I can't say for what network, but it's going to be huge. Kyler, do you highlight your hair or is that your real hair? I got highlights like a couple, like a year ago. My my mom did my highlights with my brothers. We were in Florida. Right. (laughs) <laughs> got it that's this has been some show people some show uh thank you Mirshard. uh please don't kill me uh i, I can't tell <laughs> you, you give me that look he uh, made the face <laughs> he does look pissed off all the time doesn't he oh my god it looks like every guidance counselor i've ever had uh, <laughs> what the hell did you go to school <laughs> <laughs> you never listened to them <laughs> She just looked at me like just disappointed. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, thank you guys so much. Take care and have a great week. Bye-bye. All right, man. <laughs> <laughs>